0: um hi everyone i'm amanda and i'm from alumnor and this is my very first podcast interview so uh it's going to be exciting because i have a wonderful wonderful woman um, on board with me today and we have a little bit of a connection we were on a, a tv show together um a while back and um she all of a sudden popped into my head because I have her as a friend on Facebook and I saw her transformation and I thought oh my gosh this woman is amazing Um, I wish I had the focus and dedication that she did so I thought I'm gonna get her on board maybe she can give us a little information how to um, you know improve yourself get focus uh, you know change really your your mental attitude and for her her physical um, self as well. It's amazing when you hear her, uh, her story. Um, so I'm going to introduce you to Sarah. Um, and Sarah, thank you so much for being on the show and for being my very first interview.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: No, no problem. So, um, let's tell all our alumni members, uh, who Sarah was and yeah. who Sarah is today. And I will give it over to you.
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, growing up, Amanda, I was always a a larger girl. Um, I I was somewhat athletic. I played baseball. Food, um, I guess, as a means of sort of uh, soothing um, my pain and what was going on then. Uh, And then, you know, also uh, through that, as I got larger, I was put on diet after diet after diet after diet. felt guilty, so they start um, rewarding me with with food, which was sort of sabotaging all of my efforts. Right, so oh, yeah. um, I I, uh, I was by the time I started college, I was I guess you could classify um, myself as uh, as obese. Um, I uh, had I, I started um, you know I left uh, high school where I was uh, you know teased pretty much throughout. I struggled to really fit in and find a, a group of friends that. Um, really loved me for me, Um, but when I I went into my post-secondary education, I was, I found uh, students then were a little bit more mature, I was able to surround myself with some people that were just genuinely really good friends, and and, uh, it's actually where I met um, my first husband uh, as well. Mm -hmm. Um, When he and I got engaged, um, I decided to, to take on a transformation, and I wanted to, Go into my wedding day, being able to wear a wedding dress. I remember going to the store with my mom when I first got engaged and there wasn't anything on the rack that would fit. So that was really disappointing. Um, Going on this crazy crash diet that I actually stuck with for the first time in my entire life. Um, I lost 100 pounds. um, And uh, we, you know, we had this wedding. I I, I, I wore my Cinderella dress and I felt fantastic. Um, But within a few months, um, just prior to getting pregnant with my, uh, my first son, I started to, to pack on weight and then through the pregnancy, um, I had gained everything that I had lost back. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, you're expected to, well, when you, are pregnant to, to gain a bit of weight, but we're talking like 90 pounds, right? So yeah. that was devastating for me.
0: <laughs> oh, for sure. Um, for sure. yep. uh,
1: so after I had, uh, I had Matthew, I wanted to find, um, you know, a, a different means of, of, Dieting down and, and losing weight, so I joined a gym and I hired a, a personal trainer at the time and I spent ridiculous amounts of money yeah. um, doing this, but I was able to um, to cut my weight down again. But then I found that I really liked being at the gym, and um, the more I I went, the better I felt and the more energy I had, which was weird. Like you find, you know, you're you're exhausting yourself through this, <laughs> and it, it creates the to do more of it, which is you know kind of the opposite effect. You feel like you're going to get more tired and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I really, I really enjoyed um, that period of time. And then I had my uh, my daughter, and through that pregnancy again, I gained all the weight back because I went back to my old habits and thought, great, I'm pregnant, so now I can eat a burger. <laughs> I can have yeah, I can have like seven meals a day, right? <laughs> and I was totally doing that. I think I lived on Lucky Charms as well. Like that was my favorite thing. Nice. Yeah. Um, so again, I had I uh, had Megan. Um, and uh, I struggled to lose the weight afterwards, I dieted down, um, and then in around 2010-2011, uh, um, I got uh, pre-depressed, um, I uh, had lost my job through the 2009 uh, economy crash, um, right. and uh, I broke my foot, and I couldn't move as much, and I gained, you know, a, a lot of weight back. So, um, I didn't have a great support system at the time. My marriage wasn't really working out very well. Um, this is around the time that you and I were, were doing the show. Right. Um, so, uh, you know, I, 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 was yo-yo dieting a lot through that. I'd, I'd go down, I'd, I'd, go on these crazy crash diets where i'd eat 500 calories and i wouldn't actually have any energy to do any sort of movement i had to basically sit all day (laughs) because Uh i wasn't eating enough to support any sort of activity um and then i'd return to my old habits once i i got to i guess you could call it you know my goal weight um and that started to really tick me off eventually (laughs) For sure. Um, when my, uh, my marriage dissolved, I, I, I figured it's time, uh, for me to focus on me, that it was just me for what I thought was the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and I needed to make sure that, uh, Matthew and Megan had a mom that was stable and, um, to put her health first because ultimately I would be what they had. I had full custody of the kids, although, you know, their are dads very much in their life, but, um, they were with me the majority of the time and I needed to make sure that uh, I was present. for them. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's when I started to, you know, to make sure that my, uh, nutrition and things like that were in check. And, um, I wasn't getting the results that I really wanted, uh, as fast as I was used to getting them, but I wasn't crash dieting on, on 500 calories anymore. Yeah. Um, I uh, I did end up meeting uh, my uh, my current husband, um, and we got married and we had another baby. Um, and through that, again, I went through the same cycle that I had repeated um, from time and time again where I gained a bunch of weight, and I felt very uncomfortable and very disappointed in myself. And, and I wasn't in a position where I loved my body, and I did not want to be there anymore. I was sick and tired of this. I was getting to the point where Megan was entering her... Uh, formidable years like she's at that point she would have been uh 10 so she's coming to the age where I was when I started to pack on a lot of weight and I felt uncomfortable and I was struggling socially and I my confidence was shot um I didn't want to speak in front of people I was always worried about what everybody thought of me and I don't didn't want her to have to go through what I went through because you know she was she would see what I was doing, and, and she would mimic the same behaviors, and I, I didn't want that to happen. I didn't want that for her. Um, so that's when I got in touch with uh, a coach that I had you know worked with previously um, in Bowmanville and, uh, and decided that I was going to take a hold of my health and I was going to actually stick to a reasonable meal plan and, um, and move my body with intention every day um for the purpose of, you know, finding something uh that was sustainable. Um, and that's exactly what I did. I, I for the first time in my life I put my my complete faith in in, in somebody else mm-hmm. uh to create um you know, give me some guidance because I realize I'm not an expert here. Like my <laughs> there're yeah. there things that I'm really aren't. good at mm-hmm. and um there's things that I'm I'm not. And I, I, I always, um, you know, I was at the uh, period of time where I was scared to eat carbs. I was at a period of time where I thought I had to do hours and hours and hours of cardio, um, to lose weight. I was, um, I had always thought that, you know, when I weight trained that I was getting bulky and that's why I was getting heavier. And, um, it's just ridiculous. Right. So,
0: um,
1: I had to find a sustainable means of, of going about uh, you know, changing my life, and, and and that's what I did. And then through that, I met some really amazing women um, uh, through my team, and uh, a lot of them uh, competed. And one of the things that I tried to do through the last couple of years of, of my life leading up to this and do something every year that scared the absolute hell out of me.
0: Uh, I love that. And,
1: uh, yeah. and so that kind of led me into, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to stand on a stage in a, a freaking bikini cause wow. it, <laughs> because it scares the absolute hell out of me. Yeah. Um, and it gave me a goal, and I, I'm very goal-oriented. I like to, to have something to work towards Mm -hmm. and um, it took me two years after after Bria was born before um, we felt my coach and I that uh, I was in a in a state where I was stable enough to move into what I guess is called like a a competition prep so there's a lot of stuff that has to go into that there's there's mind and then there's your physical body right like you can't go into um, uh, competing with uh, a poor mindset about food and nutrition and your body. Um, if you're going, you can't go into a competition um, thinking it's going to fix your relationship with yourself, right? So, mm-hmm. um, because it very much will test that. <laughs> it's very difficult. Um, there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of messing with the mind um, uh, with competition prep. Um, and then also I needed to make sure that I had, uh, enough muscle, right. To, to, be able to support, um, my body through the process. So that's why it took so long to do it. Wow. But, uh, and it was an incredible process and I, I, fell in love with it. There were times where I mean, like, I'm in absolute tears. I'm, I'm completely scared of, uh, you know, what did I get myself into? And I, <laughs> I remember a week before my first competition calling my mom, <laughs>
0: balling. oh it is cause it's, was, you're closer to where you're gonna be where you said you're gonna be but now that you're there it's like oh crap Now I was there I
1: was like shit I really have to do this
0: <laughs> yeah oops yeah yeah
1: yeah so well, and like for me like I had not really ever you know put myself out there in that sort of way and, and I had told everybody now it, everybody <laughs> knew I was going to do this competition so I had an audience there was there's was people that was actually that were actually going to show up to watch me do this <laughs> and that was terrifying um and, it, and I remember even just getting out the first time I walked on and I, and I competed in in four classes for this one show and um just shaking mm-hmm. I totally messed up my t-walk um I was crying through, it was a transformation uh, category, the first one that I started, which was a great breather, um, just before you know I went into a, a, a novice in an open uh, figure class, in a, a fitness model um, class, because um, thankfully, it was a lot more forgiving than, than those categories. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I went a little backwards and, and freaked out, but uh, man, by the end of it, by, that, by the last the fourth class I was like I think I'm going to do this again (laughs) so I kind of I fell in love with it and then you you've got to you've got to be prepared for you know what happens next what happens after a competition is you you the great thing about um fitness I find and what I love the most about it is that it never has to end there's always improvements that you can make it's one of those things in life where especially right now for me um where you get what you put into it and um that's not always the case from work especially you know right now with the pandemic there's so many uncontrollables and there there is there is right now like I I don't know if I'm going to have a live show Mm -hmm. um I'm probably going to have to to switch to uh, a virtual means of competing which is whatever it is what it is it's not the same um but all of the efforts that I make with regards to my nutrition and my training, um, they're going to be directly reflected mm-hmm. in how I I come in for um, for my next competition, and that's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, like I just I find the mindset is something it's like so intense. Yeah. Uh, I just, I respect, I respect that so much because I just don't know if I have that. I really enjoy fitness too. Um, yeah. I think if I got to that point, I might, I might be there too, but I think, yeah, you have to have a taste of it or something and see. And the, the great thing that I find about fitness too, especially uh, weight training, that you yeah. start to see that difference. You see a muscle and you're like oh my gosh, look, it's there underneath that. It.
1: Yeah, it, I mean, I get made fun of, right? Because I'll walk near a window <laughs> and my first instinct, whereas before you kind of check your hair and stuff like that, is I, I want to flex, right?
0: Oh, I love, I love it. it. And it's
1: weird. It's so weird for me. But I like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I compete in a, a highly muscular class, right? Like I'm right. not a bikini competitor. I'm a figure competitor. So... Um, and that's something that I never thought I would really enjoy before. You know, you look at the girls in the magazines and Victoria's Secret catalogs and all that stuff, and, yeah. and they're these lean, yeah. um, not super muscular girls. No. And, and then you saw, and then you see the other extreme of bodybuilding, which is like women's physique, where, you know, and, and, in, in some cases, if, it, if they're not natural and I'm natural, mm-hmm. um, they're, they look fairly, there's some masculinity there, right? Yeah, for um, sure. Uh, and i'm happy to have found somewhere in between and and i just freaking love it like um it's awesome it, it it's, it's just it's cool to shift your focus to from um the appearance side of it when you're in competition prep mm-hmm. to the build side of it when you get to like set goals for lifts, right and, and i'm like okay so i know during this period of time I'm in a build phase. I'm not in competition phase. So I've got to put on a little bit of weight because I want to make changes and I want to look better for my next competition. So um, in order for me to get comfortable around the fact that I'm going to be put on, putting on a few pounds purposely, mm-hmm. um, I set myself these, like, PRs goals. So I wanted to hit, in my um, short build season this year, I wanted to hit a 500-pound leg press, did it. I wanted 135 bench, did it. Um, I wanted a 225 squat, still can't do it. Um, but I'm I'm at 185, fine. That's all, uh, all. I'm gonna have to. I had to stick with that because I'm I'm in prep again. Yeah. Um, but uh, um, that's that's really fun too, right? You get yourself all uh, jazzed up when you 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 meet those goals. It's, just, it's really neat, and I can continue to set them, right? Like that's the cool thing. If I'm if I never compete again after this. Um, I'll continue to do that and have, have those goals. And, and, and that's just, it's, it's just, it's something that I've, I've learned to love and created a, it's a habit, right? And that's part of it too. A lot of people don't understand that it's, uh, that I don't wake up and want to do this every day, but it's just part of my day. It's no different than like brushing my teeth or showering. Like I, I go into the gym and I, I, I work out and that is just my routine.
0: Yeah. Well, it's, and it's part of your life now. And that's, the, yeah. that's the great thing about it because you transition to, you know, cause most people work out, oh, I got some time. I'll just go work out, whatever. I'll go for a walk. But this is like, no, this is just like I'm eating every day. Yeah. I'm working out every day. And I think that's, um, and I think that's amazing. Like that's, I think where everyone has to, to get to, and obviously don't have to do it to the, to the extreme that you do, no. but to yeah. have it, as fitness physical movement, something is part of your life every day, regardless of what it is right
1: yeah we, I think it, we need everybody needs that and it's movement in some form right on a on a daily basis like we get so caught up in in work and and kids and, and you know I've got a lot of stuff going on, trust me like no different than anybody else but um, if I don't get that piece of the day in it, it really reflects in my mood and how much energy I have. Um, honestly, like I, 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 can't stress that enough. Like the, the more I beat myself up in the gym, the better I feel, the more energy I have. So, um, for me, it's just, it's a no brainer. Like it's something that just gets done every day because that's what feels good.
0: I know. It's, and I love that. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So yeah. here's my, uh, here's a big question. So, yeah. Everything was going along fine. You could get to the gym every day. You could do your stuff. You're getting ready for your competitions, and then boom, the pandemic oh, hits. <laughs> so, you know, you're someone who you kind of needs needs that gym all the time. Yeah. Where most of us just don't. So we all just fall by the wayside and go, "Oh crap, where the, the gym isn't open. I guess I'm not doing that anymore." But no, you should still do it. So what do you do to keep yourself in that same focus f- frame of mind when you can't go to the gym anymore?
1: Yeah. I mean, when that initially happened, it, it was like a week of total bum out, like, and wine. <laughs> a lot of wine yeah. for a week. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but I mean, there's, there's a lot of shit you can do at home without um, having access to a gym. Um, for sure there is ended up building a gym uh in our home um i was lucky enough within the first couple weeks of the pandemic to uh to snatch up equipment at um reasonable prices before they went uh inflated like completely inflated yeah um but i mean in in that that time period too like i mean there's there's a ton of stuff you you can do outdoors um uh, a lot of running, a lot of hit training, you know, take a park bench and do step-ups or, um, uh, you know, sprints at, uh, just on the road. Like nobody's, um, even when we're in lockdown, we're not prevented from going outside and exercising. I mean, and being outside in the fresh air and, and getting some vitamin D, it's, it's, they, they say actually vitamin D deficiency has been uh, tr- like directly related to um, your success. Uh, in in fighting the COVID virus too, so I mean, there's there's that's that's important. You need to be outside every day, or and and taking supplements and stuff like that to make sure you're healthy. Um, but I, but also too, I mean, there's there's a ton of resources online. Um, there's a lot of information available with what kind of low equipment um, workouts can you do? Whether it's you know walking up your stairs or just lunging in your living room. And to be quite frank with you, I I, I think I built the gym because I don't. I find body weight exercises and low-equipment exercises are actually harder than the stuff that I do with the weight. Um, I always, I'm dead after um, a no-equipment workout. <laughs> so, you
0: know um, what? There's, there's and it's true, and that's of one of the there. things um, that some of our uh, trainers are going to do. Because I said, hey, people can't get to the gym. People can't do stuff. Do a, do a body weight thing. And I remember doing stuff like that, too, going, wow, especially when your body's a little heavier yeah. than it used to be. that's going to be an actual workout.
1: (laughs) Yeah, even with equipment limitations too, like, um, you know, I've learned uh, through, you know, having access to a coach as well, like um, you can take a 20-pound weight and depending on on your tempo and depending on pauses and, um, yeah, and and the way you you do your rep and and making that mind-muscle connection, you can really Mm -hmm. get a lot more out of the workout than you know, simply just, you know, lifting, lifting it. So um, that's something that that, uh, you kind of pick up on too as you go along. Like you do some research and and you can find that, uh, you know, slowing that weight down or um, holding a contraction um, can uh, can really kick your ass.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I remember that too. I remember that too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think people just need to, they just need to keep hearing that. Just because the gym is closed and stuff that, you have, you know, like they say, grab that, you know, liter of water, just something, you know, anything. Well,
1: I, I mean, it's that net like one thing that you have control over too? Right now, we all have time, we're at home, um, to, to, mm-hmm. to nourish your body, right? Like, um, the grocery stores are still open, no one's preventing you from going out and getting food, um, and healthy food. So, you, yeah let's let's make sure that you're getting there the right nutrients and and things that make you feel good and you've got some time we always i I found that was one of one of the big complaints that people had uh for me how do you have time to cook all this food and meal prep and and do all this stuff i don't have time not to to be quite honest i sit there on sunday and I, i i do um when i'm able to work out of the home now i don't i can just cook on the fly but Um, and I would cook all of my food on Sunday and then, you know, I had my container. I just threw it in the microwave for 30 seconds through the week when I got home and I didn't have, you know, five minutes to, to boil water on the stove. I I had my meal ready in a minute. Right. Um, and you can go off to sports and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. but uh, you have that, that control right now, um, that you can, you can get creative with recipes and, you know throw in your veggies and i mean the it, the frustrating thing for me too is like you go to the grocery store especially in the early stages of the pandemic and you couldn't get a roll of toilet paper and you couldn't get a roll of t- a paper towel <laughs> but like i mean the vitamin section is completely stocked yep there's fruits and vegetables everywhere um there's no shortages there <laughs> no, but totally, you know totally- all of the 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 canned goods and stuff like that were, were ripped off the shelves. And, and, and it, it's not like we're in, like, a nuclear war, right? Like, we have access to, yeah. to good, healthy food. We're very lucky in this country to,
0: to have that. Yeah, and I, and I totally agree. And you know what? For the most part, too, um, it's cheaper also to yeah. shop on the outside. They would say shop on the outside of the grocery store, not the inside. There's so much sodium in stuff and stuff and everything. You just you can't. Like, I try really hard to eat healthy. I went out, I'm going to do like a, um, a sheet pan video because that's something too, that saves time. Everything just goes in one pan, goes in the oven and you clean one up and then you put it all in your little prep things and you're, you're ready to go. So again, it's, it's, you just got to focus on what you're doing. It's so much, I don't know, I guess it's, it's easier to go through the drive through, you know, and get something. But when you think about it, like if you really focus on it, just go get your stuff at the store, bring it home, cut it all up. Like you said, on Sunday night, do your stuff yeah. and then you're done. Like, you know, anything that requires some effort, it's going to be meaningful afterwards. If there's no effort, absolutely. it means nothing. Yeah, so if absolutely. you put the effort into it, it's going to reward you. So I think yeah. that's the big that's the big thing too, right? So whether it's food, uh, what you're putting into your food, whether you're exercising, you know, anything that requires, um, a good output, you, you gotta have the right effort and you have to have that, that right mind frame. And, and I think that, um, like, you know, with fear being kind of the big, uh, the big theme and the focus of my, of my podcast, you really got over, Fear after fear after fear.
1: Oh, Um, I remember being terrified to walk into the weight room, right? Because I didn't think I knew what I was doing or somebody was going to come up to me and telling me that I was using a machine wrong and all of that stuff. Yeah. You know, if you just continue to push yourself and, and, you know, there's, again, there's access to resources everywhere. It's 2021, right? Like, you can pull up a YouTube video on, on how to do, you know, a... A tricep uh, rope pull down and properly exactly. in the proper form. You can watch like 180 videos on it um, or ask somebody a question. Like, I, I've been in the gym so many times with, you know, and if I've had people come up to me and say, Hey, you know, I've seen you here before. Do you know how to use this? I've seen you use that before. I have zero problems answering people's questions when they're when i'm approached politely i have absolutely zero issue with it yeah no
0: exactly um, so, that's i mean great. don't be
1: afraid to do that and the more you get comfortable in there the, it, it's, it's honestly it takes like a week or two um before you lose that and then you feel like a badass when you're in there
0: yeah um, it's like, i'm coming in doing. and i'm going yeah. that machine and i'm owning yeah. that machine
1: yeah and that's it. And people will take notice too. Like I mean, you have to stop thinking that when you're at the gym that, um, you know, Joe Smith, uh, you know, Big Biff over there is, is focused on everything that you're doing wrong. They don't give a shit. Like they're they're busy doing their own stuff, right? Um. But again, too, like it, it, when asked politely, people aren't aren't unwilling to help you. Like no. it, it, everybody started at some point and didn't put a damn thing about what they were doing, right? They, they know your position when, when you're, you're new, they, they get that. They know how hard it is to, to get into this and into this mindset where, you know, you feel comfortable and confident enough to, to take this on on your own. Um, so yeah, you gotta, you just gotta, you gotta get over it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. And, and I know it's tough for people. Okay. So miss, I'm not afraid of anything anymore. Look at me. I'm so confident does anything scare you anymore? Are you, what is, do you fear anything anymore? You've conquered so many things. So, does anything scare you anymore? Um,
1: I don't, I guess, yeah, I mean, I'm still, I'm still, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be competing again in four weeks. And I'm, you know, obviously, I've got a little bit of, of butterflies and nervousness. You know, I'm scared that I'm not going to show, Better than I did last time, but I mean that's just that's just general, fret anxiety. Um, it, like I've been building for a year and a half, right? Like um, mm. so, it, it, I'll be I'll be damned if I don't have a better showing than I did the last time. <laughs> that's um, almost
0: a good fear, and though, and though, right? That's
1: in my control, and I'm executing my plan, and and uh, I'm completely confident. I think right now I'm having some anxiety of what do, I do next, like. Um, <laughs> what, what is, what is next for me? Like, do I, do I continue doing the show thing? You know, where is my, where is my future there? Is it cool to continue to do this into my, uh, into my, um, uh, I guess, retirement? And I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. Why, why not? Why the hell not? Like um, I could do that. I go into powerlifting. Um, but uh, it's one thing for certain, like I'm not giving up fitness. I'm not giving up my commitment to, that because it's been so beneficial, just every aspect of my freaking life, and just in terms of um, understanding, you know, commitment when it comes to achieving goals. Um, mm-hmm. So that's not going to ever leave um, because it's just it's, it's just been such an amazing journey um, oh,
0: yeah.
1: of yeah. learning about myself and what I'm capable of.
0: Yeah, you're so, just yeah. your your path may. May change, but you're always going to be fitness. it's just which which direction yeah. you're going to take what take after that. Yeah. Who knows? You could speak yeah. to people. You could do stuff. You could train other people. There's so many so many things that you could do, and that's like amazing about that. Yeah. And I love it. You know, just because yeah, you get older, you're not going to give up and say, okay, I and guess I'm done there's now. There's still
1: opportunities for to, to make changes to your body too. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, like it's it's, it's going to be a little bit more difficult. Um, but I think, yeah, you know, with the right mindset, um, it's still very much achievable. And I I've seen ladies in their seventies. Um, if you, if you have Instagram, you should follow uh, train with Jones. The lady is incredible. Um, who started her fitness journey in her late sixties and at 75 is in the best shape of her life. She's in better shape now than she was
0: in her forties. Um, I have she's seen a few of them. What cool. is it called? Was it training with
1: train? Train with Joan. Um, yeah, she's she's an absolutely phenomenal woman. I think she's from Colford. Um,
0: oh, really? And, uh, so, like in the yeah. yeah, just over next door there. Yeah, wow. but
1: but proof right there that um, you know you can start at any age, at any time, and make phenomenal improvement.
0: oh, um, oh yeah. I remember yeah. when I was in university. And my grandma, she started doing weights at home and stuff, thought she was so good, and she would call me and be like, yeah, I was, like, bench pressing this today.
1: <laughs> That's, it's so funny that you say that because um, that brings me back to, to my grandmother as well. Um, she, so I have an, a, a couple other reasons for, you know, making this such a, a passionate um, part of my life mm-hmm. is that I have um, stroke and heart disease in my uh, both on my maternal and paternal side of right. uh, my of my family, right? So, um, my grandmother had a heart attack. Um she's passed now, but uh, she had wow. a heart attack when I was probably like twelve. Um, it was yeah. her first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, of of two. And uh and then she started on this journey i remember she bought uh, an elliptical or like a tony little gazelle do you remember those right i think they're yeah, still around i think so. and she busted <laughs> her ass on that thing and she <laughs> dropped you know a, a bunch of weight not like and again this isn't just about like losing weight like nobody there's no like magic number that you know everybody's yeah. expected to be at but mm-hmm. she knew based on the fact she just had a freaking heart attack yeah. that she needed to make changes to her health in order to um Carry on, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, and she she started eating healthy, and she busted her butt, and uh, and she was she was pretty inspirational. And I remember her kind of talking to me about it when I was, you know, around 14, 15. and everybody was always trying to encourage me to uh, to lose weight, to lose weight, but it was never really, to be honest with you, it wasn't approached um, in the best way. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, but I was real. But I remember being really impressed with her for, for doing that. She might have been. Might have been 60, 65 at the time. Um, yeah, just uh, and she walked every day, and uh, she really took on this responsibility of um, focusing on her health and making that a priority. Um, because ultimately, that's that's what you have. You, you, that's what you're going to leave. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's your body's your, your your vessel, right? Like this is this is all you have you're not going to get another one you don't get a, no. a second
0: chance no right? and you have so, to take yeah you have to take yeah. care of it and um my grandfather was uh, uh he graduated from u of t and he was like a a phys ed guy he could do the rings oh, and awesome. he was, oh yeah he used to sit at the uh he used to sit at the dinner table uh like in the summertime and he didn't have a shirt on and he could like do his pecs thing and make them dance and stuff he used to stay on his hands he opened for um he yeah, for Uncle Bobby one time in, oh, no at the X. Yeah, and I got in, I was probably like, you know, five or, I don't know, it was just little, it was a picture of of uh, he and I out in front, and I went and met Uncle Bobby and, in the back, and I was like, oh, wow, this is, like, so cool. But, yeah, he used to open up, he stood on, he stood on his hands all the time, and my whole life I always wanted to walk on my hands, and I never could, because he was a uh, shorter stature, so he, my my mom is like 5'5", five, five. My, my grandparents were like 5'5", five, five, and I'm like 5'9", so I always look like I was like, you know, adopted, who knows, maybe I was, <laughs> Yeah. not that I cared, but um, yeah, so it was just something that I always wanted to do, and I think even to this day, I, I still want to stand on my hands, but so he was always very uh, physical, physical fitness guy. And, um, so I think that's just kind of where I may have gotten it from too. So, you know, you see, you see this, so just like how you said earlier that you want your kids to see that you're physical and you're active, yeah. you know, they, they obviously had a, had an effect on you. So you are obviously going to have effect on your children too. And that's really, really important. Really, really, and I just, do yeah. like
1: my my uh, they both use the gym avidly. I'm, I'm really happy that we have that, especially right now when they're home from school and they don't have a gym class anymore, right? So that's right. Um, they'll go out, they schedule some time with themselves, and and uh, it's it's I've never had to, I've never asked them to go work out or anything like that. They just they're there mm. and um, they're you know, they're lifting some weights. My daughter does uh, a boot camp every other day and um with a coach and and uh and they 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 are definitely um when they're doing that when they're active they're certainly much easier to live with especially with all their hormones right now
0: right um, and they're yeah. they they can not physically walk back and forth to school or or do anything wow. so yeah this this sedentary yeah. kind of uh, thing is just it's killing them so you know yeah. i walk all the time so like i'll go to work and my daughter will say oh yeah i walked uh, I walked the dog today, and this I'm like, okay, good. And she'll say on, on the weekends, are we going to go for a walk? We're going to go do something. I'm like, yeah, let's go do that. And especially now when um, people are supposed to stay home, and the kids are obviously home now for school too, it's like, hey, now is a time. The weather all of a sudden is nicer, so we really need to get out there and put the put the yeah. effort again, the effort in towards something, right? And it's just a little. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be huge Just baby steps. It doesn't have to be massively going to the gym to go and compete. No. Because we're probably all. all not going to do that. But that's just, you know, just knowing that it's possible. That's the thing. Knowing that it's, it's possible. It's possible
1: for anybody, yeah, for sure. If that's something you want to do, too, like, don't ever think that, you know, your age or um, where you started are going to impact your ability to, to do this. There's none, There's amazing categories masters is a huge thing now mm-hmm. um a lot of women over 40 are uh, are doing these things too and just because they can like they don't have they have the the time right our kids are a little bit older um and they can they they feel that they have the time and energy to focus on it
0: yeah and it's maybe something that they missed out right. because they did take the time yeah. to stay home have children so hey right. I didn't go to school then. Let's just go to school now. And we have a little bit more maybe disposable income because we're not going away, not doing stuff. So, hey, I'm going to put it and invest in myself and open up a whole new world of of opportunity. And that's that's my big thing. It's like, hey, you know what? It's, It's just there's so much there. Like this is the next. You had a great life. You had your kids. You had all this wonderful stuff going on. But you know what? There's still a next one. And it's going to be different and it's going to be exciting and you might be scared about it, but oh my gosh, there's just so much stuff because people are living longer. Like what, you're going to spend the next 40 years just sitting on your butt watching TV? That's a long time, right? Like,
1: like, yeah, it's a long
0: time. You could have a huge company going on and have that legacy. You could start, you could start anything new. Like 50 is so young. It's just so young right now.
1: Yeah, well, I love that, that, that Mark Twain quote, that it goes something like uh, 20 years from now, you'll, um, you'll regret more of the things that you didn't do than the ones you did. And that's always that with me.
0: Well, hello there. Please don't go anywhere yet. I've decided to maybe to do something after the podcast. A little summary, a little my idea of what I got from this. Uh, what you guys obviously could get from this as well um it was a lot of information um fantastic job from sarah she's uh, she's definitely an inspiration and has made me you know turn my turn my little wheels in my head to uh so the biggest thing that I got from her was that. Look at how many times she was up and down. She didn't necessarily do it one time and then, yep, look at me. I'm I'm cruising now. I'm doing it all, all all well. No, she didn't. Just like everybody else, you're up, you're down, you're up and down. It's a constant roller coaster ride of trying to find your your jam, trying to find that that way for you that works. And it doesn't work every time. It really, really doesn't. And you can't give up. And Sarah didn't give up either. Every time something happened, she picked herself up, dusted herself off the old, we all know that line. And you try and you try all over again. And finally she found something that she was passionate about, something that hit her and boom, it was a light bulb moment over the head. And then she can go forward with it. And then it be, just became easier and easier. So maybe the first thing you try just isn't your thing. There are so many different options really for everything out there. It's it's like you open up the pantry and there are so many different options for dinner. You just don't even know where to start. But you start somewhere. Yeah, I like that one. That dinner, that was okay. That was okay. No, I'm never going to have that one again. That's fine pick and choose don't give up and like she said now we have the time so just go and find something that you something you like something's going to inspire you because if you're not inspired and you're not impassioned you're not passionate about it you're never going to have that for the long haul so pick and choose what you do try different diets try different ways try different lifestyles maybe yoga you just isn't going to be for you but a fitness thing is for you and maybe just going for a walk every day is great and having an awesome diet plan maybe that will work for you it's it just shouldn't be it just should be that hard and complicated and you can do it you can find it you know what necessity is the mother of invention. And I just always found that so fascinating. You need something to do right now. You know, you need something, you know, deep down inside, you want to change something or not change. Maybe you want to add something. Well, then just what is it that you need? You need it. It's a necessity for your life. You need to change something for your health, for your physical being, whatever it is for your job, So you find it and you you change it and you do it. Our brains are just, it's unbelievable what we can do with them. You have to take it and you use that tool and you use that tool and you find what it is that you need. Who would have thought that we needed to have Zoom to talk to our friends when we can just go drive over to their house? So there was a necessity for that. That guy just jumped right on it and he's just, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. So if you need something, change it, you tweak it, you do what you can and you, you make it your own. There are so many businesses now that have been started because of this pandemic, because people are at home now, or they've working from home or they have completely lost their jobs. So what do you do? you got to pay your bills. So guess what? i got to find something to pay my bills. And this is what I'm good at. And some people are like, you know what? I don't want to do my other job. This is what I want to do now. And it's almost like the pandemic, how horrible it was, has put that little bug in and just made you wake up and say, Hey, wow, I can do this. I have to do this now. And I think that's, I think that's amazing. I'm hoping that we're all going to be a little awakened inside after all of this is done. And we continue to be amazing and awesome. And I do want to say thank you very much for listening to this. I know the the beginning of it was a little, it kind of bugged out there for a little bit. I don't exactly know why. Um, again, it's my first one. But, um, I hope you got a really good sense of, oh, I'm just going to take the bull by the horns and do this and just do it. So please make a comment, um, do something, uh, let us know that you decided to go out and change, change something. All it takes is just one little thing, one little thing to change and you can be, oh my gosh, amazing. You are amazing now. I know you are. So let's just go and just just be. It's that little tip of the iceberg. You know that little picture that says this is how much of the brain you use. And then they show the picture underneath. This is actually how much the capacity that you have. We all have this large capacity to help ourselves, help each other, help the earth. So let's just go and do that. Let's take a little bit of that and, uh, send it out to the universe. So again, I appreciate you listening. I totally love you listening. Um, and I will be having another interview soon. Um, thank you so much again, and please nourish always.